Hey y'all, it's Casty with Let's Get Mental, and it's been a good minute since I've made a podcast, and I just decided to take a break, you know, for the holidays and whatnot, and for myself, but anyways, I hope you guys had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that y'all celebrate, on top of that as a good new year, like I hope this year is great for everybody. Um, today's t- um, topic's going to be on pharmaceutical drugs. Um, when people think of pharmaceutical drugs, they think of medicine that helps you. Um, just because it helps you doesn't mean it's going to help somebody else. And a lot of things that people don't really consider, well, I guess they do, but they don't, is that pharmaceutical drugs... Not only can they be good, but they're also bad. And I'm getting to that in a second. Um, for those who doesn't know what pharmaceutical drugs are, it's basically like you go to the doctor and you get a prescription. It's a prescription drug. Like antibiotics and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people will buy or sell prescription medication to others. Um, okay. First of all, that's super dangerous and totally illegal. Um, not only is it dangerous for the person taking it, but it's also dangerous on your part. Because not only is it illegal, but if somebody takes your prescription drug and something bad happens to them, yeah, that's not going to look good on you. Like They're, they're going to take that right back to you and you're going to get like... Um, there's no telling what happened. Um, but yeah, like, it's very illegal and very dangerous. And also, a lot of people like to abuse their own medication for, like, many different reasons. Mainly to get high, and a lot of people try to OD to commit suicide, um, unfortunately. And, you know, whatever else their reasons are. Um, there are... Like I said, penalties for sharing your prescription drugs. Um, You can literally land up to 50 years in prison. That is, as nobody got, you know, heart in the process. Um, As somebody, you know, like maybe OD'd on something that you gave them. That's not going to be good for you. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think you can get sneaky with it because the cops know a lot more than you think they do. They're not dumb whatsoever and if you think that oh hey I haven't gotten caught more than likely they're keeping an eye on you and you just don't realize it I'm just saying um because like when cars come and go yeah that if you're like around a lot of neighbors they're gonna get suspicious and besides I don't know about y'all but from where I'm from the cops are very nosy and they love to watch over stuff they love to watch over even on walmart and they watch over the mall they watch over the neighborhoods they watch over the schools they watch over everything so they got eyes everywhere basically just about um anyways back to the topic always ask your doctor or your pharmacist before taking other medications including over-the-counter meds due to the fact that it can and will possibly clash together if you take the wrong mixture or combination of medications. Um, 
On top of all that, everyone reacts differently to medications of literally all types. Like, for example, some people can take, like, two 250 milligram ibuprofens, and their headache will be, like, gone. And together, that's, like, 500 milligrams of ibuprofen. People can take 400 milligrams of ibuprofen and feel better. They can take 200 milligrams of ibuprofen and feel better. But I'm one of those people who has to take 600 to 800 milligrams of ibuprofen to even make anything feel better on me. And yes, I have been cleared to do that. I have been given 600 and 800 milligrams of ibuprofen before, many times. So, I know I'm okay with that. Just, fun fact, don't take a lot of ibuprofen because, like, if you have a blood clot, definitely do not take ibuprofen. Take Tylenol, for sure. Trust me. Because ibuprofen is an inside, and what that does is, like, it basically makes you bleed more, so you'll be like a free bleeder, and it can, like, mess up your liver and whatnot, like, just don't take a lot of something that you think is good, because sometimes it's not always good. Um, also, you can't trust people, so to those te teenagers who are like, oh, hey, yeah, my friend sells this, or my friend can give me this, blah, 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 yeah, no, don't do it, don't trust them, I promise, I know what I'm talking about. Do not trust them. Because just because the bottle says, oh, amoxicillin, don't mean it's no amoxicillin. Um, the best way to tell it, what a medication is, I'm not saying this, that way you can go out and buy them from people and then look it up. I'm saying this for your own good in case anybody gets a hold of your bottle because I know there are people out there who will put placebos in pill bottles to like fill up the void because they're misusing that person's medication. Um, the best way to know what pill is what, like if you suspect someone around you is abusing your pills, you can do two things. One, count them daily. Keep in mind how many you got, how many you got to take, etc, etc. Another option is when you look at a pill, on the front and back, a lot of times, it'll have numbers or letters on the front and back, or just the front. Um, type those into Google, and it'll tell you exactly what it is. Um, lastly, I just want to throw this out there. Even though... Okay, so... Say you're buying drugs from people. Like, your friends or whatever, right? I want you to think long and hard about this. Like, I'm not attacking anyone either when I say this, but just take this into consideration. If you're getting anything from your plug slash dealer and you think they're your friend, I want you to think long and hard on the definition of a friend. A dealer and a plug and or plugs, same thing. Um... They're after two things and two things only. More drugs and money. A true friend will not put your life in jeopardy. Yes, I say your life. Because your health has a lot to do with your life. And if you're suicidal, please call the suicide hotline. Okay, that sounds like so cliche. 
but like they have helped me a lot when I was going through tough times. Like even if you need somebody to talk to, they're there. Like you don't have to be in like I want to hang myself type of situation. You can literally call them. Even if you're having a breakdown, call them. Like they're super chill and they help out like a lot. And no, uh, they're not a sponsor in this, so take my word for that. Um But yeah, like think long and hard on the definition of a friend. Would a friend put your life in jeopardy? Would a friend wanna harm you or just get money out of you? Would they wanna use you to tell others about their deals? I mean, think about it. Like, a true friend wants you to be healthy. They want to see you achieve and succeed in life. They don't want to see you go downhill. Like, dealers don't care. They just want money, and they just want to get more drugs so they can make more money. So, please trust me when I say that. Do not get into that whole drug stuff, pill-popping stuff, smoking and stuff. Don't do any of that, and don't mess with dealers at all. Even if you don't do any of that, they're not your friends. They're really not. Um, that, and if you're friends with them, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry to say that, but you can do better. You can make better friends than that. You don't need no drug dealer to be cool or to be your friend, blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that, because here's a secret. If you're hanging out with drug dealers or people who do drugs and they get caught with drugs on them while they're with you or you're with them, you're in trouble too. If you're, if someone's saying, let's say someone, you're at someone's house and they're shooting up heroin or something or snorting coke or something, something illegal, popping out of pills and cops happen to come by or, you know, coming to the house, they see you there, even though you're not doing anything, you're still there. Like, you're still an accessory to that. So, for the love of all things holy and great, please do not put yourself in that predicament because it'll be so hard to get out. Like, I'm saying this because I love and care about y'all. So, I'm not trying to make this whole thing a lecture. I'm just saying, like, y'all... Friends are there for you till the end. They're not just there to see you crash and burn. That's not a friend. So, with all that being said, I hope this spoke to somebody. And I really, really hope that if you're in this predicament that you'll find a way to get out of it, like, fast. Um, a lot of people are like, oh my god, it's so hard. It's so, so hard and all this other stuff. But just know, the first step... To recovery is literally admitting you have a problem. Cliche again, I know, but there's three steps you can take, okay? Admitting and realizing that you have a problem. That's one. Two is wanting to do something about it. And three, talk to someone who loves you unconditionally, and who you can trust to see if they can help you get the help you need. But you have to want it in order to get it. Because if someone just forces you into rehab, you don't give a crap. You're just going to be like, I'm going to, like, 
how, how did I put it? They're like, I'm just going to top myself out of here and then go right back to doing what I was doing because it makes me feel great. Yeah, that great feeling's not going to last forever. Just go ahead and put that out there. But um, with that being said, I'll close this combo out or this podcast or whatever. And I hope y'all have a great day, great night, and a great New Year's. I love y'all. Peace.